0: Good morning, good afternoon, good evening and welcome along to episode 77 of the Sofa Manager Scottish Football Podcast and this week's show is very much our first lit episode of the year. Yay. <laughs> As we discussed earlier, some natural lighting uh, for a change coming through. It's nice to have the sunshine instead of uh, our, my usual cool glow. It's not a very warm lamp. It's uh, it's not very warm It's a cool lamp uh, Yes <laughs> Not very welcoming uh, As I, I like to keep it in sofa manager towers uh, But anyway On this week's show Plenty to discuss We'll be talking about the Scottish Cup fixtures uh, That occurred at the weekend We'll also be talking about uh, The Dunfermline match against Falkirk that we went to And uh, some of our relegation tales And some of our speculation As to the relegation going on around the leagues And we'll be telling Uh, A few other tales as well as what we've been up to, Uh, very fortunately, joining me this week is our international businessman, Uh, back on an international business trip. Indeed. (laughs) Not wasted either. Specifically to see a football match, (laughs) uh, which very nearly ended in tears. Uh, But it is uh, late in the audience hardcore ultra John Brown hello John hello so there were some shenanigans going on with them the other day someone sent off for like throwing something at the crowd or something Uh, I'll investigate that and tell you a bit more later right fair enough it wasn't (laughs) me though well (laughs) could have been so we'll be uh, discussing that with John and as well myself the ropiest announcer in uh, Scottish football and the person that ran out of puff after about five minutes in the pupils versus teachers game that I'd been building up all week it is myself Elf pole. So, without further ado, let's get straight into it, shall we? Hey, why not? Scottish Cup, should we, we start with that?
1: Aye, why not? You, uh, do you want to, that's the thing.
0: Well, we'll start with the, the easy <laughs> route first. We'll start with uh, the Hearts versus Inverness, Caledonian Thistle. Yes, because there's not much to talk about. Not much to talk about. Hearts were the better team. By a long way. Yes.
1: Um, sad to say, no, Inverness just, they were nowhere near it, especially in the second half. No. Um, Caught out set paces twice. Penalty was a penalty. I don't think anyone can really argue against it
0: I think they they had an offside goal that could have been alright um, as well from what I hear but uh, I very much so you could tell that they were the the championship side and in games like those uh, you know where you are you're on the back foot
1: ah, you go got to defend for 90 minutes well, you need to best. make
0: your, your set pieces pay as well and they did not have the quality nah, uh, uh, to do that nor did Hart really especially in the first half
1: it was a rotten first half if you watch the highlights there is nothing that even alludes to the first half there's no. nothing to pick out of it uh, the second half is a little bit better from what I've seen um, like I said the first goal was kind of well worked from the corner mm-hmm. uh, kind of low cut in and then Bigucci's on the end of it which is which is nice to see uh, second goal yeah it's just a kind of typical corner I think Everness have struggled with corners over mm-hmm. the season um, notorious for it yeah, I think it was it Christoph. no it was John Suter
0: got on the John end of that Suter. one linked with rangers allegedly mm. don't uh, see I, it well with craig halkett uh from livingston uh, he's going to hearts which would leave halkett and Berra and Souter. so you know is there room ah. for maneuver on on one of those players
1: Berra maybe coming to the end of his career well uh, that... been out injured for quite a while as well yeah quite all of them will really getting in and out of the team
0: It'll be, an int- it'll be an interesting one to see, uh, certainly, but uh, putting up on the sort of, you know, Instagram over the week there was the, you know, the recent triumphs. And Inverness winning it in only about 2015. Hi, that's reminding me, by
1: the, the way. Well, I appreciate that. I <laughs> a guess. lot of people
0: were like, oh, I'll never forgive Jamie McDonald." I was like, it's, well, it wasn't just Jamie McDonald's. I'll never forgive David McCracken. Uh, and we didn't score any goals that day. No, it was 2 1. A 2 1. Peter. Mm-hmm yeah Grant goal, wasn't it uh, but it was interesting that some of the players that played in that final were still in fact there yeah
1: that was quite interesting just to because they were good at the time as well they were what, top Brilliant four team. in the premiership
0: Ryan Christie uh, Graham Shinney <coughs> <coughs> Aberdeen Youth Academy <coughs> um, I think Andrew Shinney just left Billy Mackay. Uh, I don't think he played that game I think he was away at that Aye. time Kyle Marco.
1: Oh, the boy went down to James Vincent and stuff like that whatever, Preston whatever. what was his name uh, I'll come back to me. but yeah they're a the good team I'll, I'll concede that Fulker are a good team as well but else were better on the day just mm.
0: it was interesting mm. to see some of them I think that, uh, was Aaron Doran still there
1: aye Tremarko like I say Tremarko yeah well the two that kind of stood out I like think the keeper might have been there as well I'm not too sure he might be been on the bench
0: or something I yeah. don't know if Ridgers was there. Uh, uh, but you know because they were so successful at the time to then go back and still keep some of their good players
1: I just kind of shows Maybe it's Loyalty. Maybe they like the area. Mm. Um,
0: well, maybe. Who
1: knows? They've been hit by Roy's millions and went to Ross County.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, that was, that was the thing we spoke about earlier in the season. They used to snipe them it, off. Was it James Vincent, I think, it was the latest? Aye. Yeah. Um, but, uh, so they'll, I think they'll be happy. You know, the getting to a Scottish Cup semi-finals will be good. Uh, it's
1: good. I mean, if they finish in the playoffs, which is... my on set. W- yeah, though, I, I think Don Ferman kind of blew it over the weekend. You know, he finished... Oh,
0: no, but... Stevie Crawford came out and said oh if it's still mathematically possible we'll still be trying and Aye, I very like, good. You, I can tell that's just that's, nonsense that's just words in the same way that Ray McKinnon claims he wasn't setting up negative teams
1: uh, yeah okay words <laughs> nonsense <laughs> <laughs> that's
0: rubbish we'll get to that uh, later
1: no I, I think it's a, it's a reasonable season for everyone else I think they'll be disappointed if County win the league because it is a derby mm-hmm. it's a rivalry mm-hmm. um, so it'll be sad for them to see it but there's no reason why they can't go through the playoffs but absolutely I, not the, the it's,
0: it's going to be an interesting set of playoffs this year which we'll preview in our sort of relegation section uh, Hearts have had a fairly breezy run to the final uh, only playing one Premier League side in Livingston mm-hmm. uh, that includes, what, Ochenlech Talbots high at home and Thistle away was uh, that 2 Amanda legs? Amanda because okay. they had to go to a replay yeah. uh, and then Inverness so not really been challenged in the run so far, but this certainly, I think, is going to be the crescendo of their season. Not really looking to impact much on the top six now in the league, I don't think. Yeah, I mean,
1: do you actually do you think they will beat Celtic? Like the cat with the bag, they did beat Aberdeen.
0: Yeah. Uh, I mean, anything's possible. Uh, I think we'll we're kind of transition into the, the, the Sunday semi-final but, in that no-one had been seeing Celtic play that well recently, you know. They drew nil-nil. I with Livingston listened. the week previously, so they have not been firing on all cylinders, and you know Hearts have an amazing support on their day. Like I was watching those uh, open goal interviews with uh, Gary Locke this week, hmm. and I, truth be told, didn't really know he was like a Hearts Hearts man.
1: Oh, he's a proper jumbo. Yeah. Well, but.
0: I had him as a Kilmarnock sticker back in my Panini yeah uh, yep. Premiership Dave, so I associated him with Kilmarnock. But <laughs> what he said about Kilmarnock was he didn't realise how big a heart, how big a club hearts were until he got to Kilmarnock. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Oops. it's <laughs> a kicking the stairs. That's out. brutal. Ah, um, but you know, he he spoke about you know winning the cup with them and the huge fan base they even brought to the semi final. I think compared to some teams it so was,
1: it was pretty good there must have been about 15 to 18 thousand they filled the entire length Aye. and then like kind of coming in the corners
0: so if they were going to get fired up for it but they've not been playing well really in the last
1: no but they had there was a lot of pressure on that game because they had got beat off Hibs quite meekly in the, yeah, the previous week which was
0: they were done put, by some pretty good finishing
1: well yeah it had Levine on a sugarly peg though and if they had lost to Evanes, I think he definitely would have got the bullet you think this Saves him for a little while, but I still think he might quit at the end of the season.
0: I don't know. Every, everyone's talking about, you know, this sort of all or nothing thing with him. But I think he'll say beyond the end I think he'll go through next season because his relationship with Budge is so good and I don't see an obvious replacement um, I mean, he'd be left fielding lined again. up. Yeah. Um but I with you know the likes of Ike back and stuff like that they have a bit of a different dimension
1: I don't know if Naismith would be fit for the final because if they have Ucci and Stephen Naismith mm-hmm. they're back to the kind of forward line they had at the beginning of the season mm. which was tearing everybody to shreds and they were the team to beat Celtic during their unbeaten run that's they true were, they were the first one to end it 4-0 oh, yeah.
0: well that was when they were on their amazing run yeah so you, know you never know I think
1: it the, those pair that pair back because they were absolutely brilliant together could good have a chance they might have a chance
0: good shout Anyway, speaking of meager Celtic playing poorly, they came out and demolished Aberdeen in the most sensational manner, according to radio commentator and vampire, as far as I'm <laughs> concerned, Liam McLeod who just he got the he got the dagger out of Aberdeen fans' hearts because no one was watching a Premier Sport. No one no one, can no afford one has it. that subscription. Nah, That's... not at all. Um, well, I don't mind resorting to the radio every now and then, mm-hmm. and I have to credit actually Willie Miller and um, who's the Irish goalie?
1: Oh, Paddy Bonner. Paddy Bonner.
0: Paddy Bonner. Um, ah, is that is that what you kept calling? Yeah, Paddy Bonner. I was like, Liam, you can't. This is a sensitive time. You can't be. <laughs> can't be calling him that. Can't be calling on that. Exactly. Um, I thought they were fairly level-headed. Liam McLeod, on the other hand, blimmin' heck! If he was an Celtic fan for the day, like I don't know, like. <laughs> Whoa! Dominant Ball being sent off. Aberdeen are crushed. They'll never coming back for them. I'm like, did you Hi. just simmer? Somewhere... Oh, James Forrest, a world-class goal in the back of that. Shut up, Liam.
1: Yeah, they the three hops later. On. Oh,
0: there are Aberdeen fans listening to this yeah. as well as Celtic fans. Um, what else? So, uh, you know, 3-0 the game. Uh, Aberdeen had four members of staff <laughs> yes, uh, <laughs> ejected not not from good. the picture nearby the pitch, uh, which was proclaimed as "lost the plot" emphatically. Mm. Um, what, y- half yes. and half. Yes, you can I argue can go go half and half. I think in retrospect you can argue that. However, at the time, I feel like it's one of these like cliches that just everyone's bandwagon jumping on. And he just he just wants his clip and that wee thing at the start of like bbc scotland and stuff like that going wow what a goal that they've <laughs> used for 35 years yep. and not changed. anyway <laughs> i'm not ranting and rambling Rant about but... it aberdeen killed their chances immediately with the red cards
1: yes i've seen it i've seen the yellow card which was a yellow card first of all mm-hmm. the second yellow which was a kind of clash of heads mm-hmm. it is ugly and McInnes has came out and says no i don't think it was yellow mm-hmm uh, I think it probably was because the pair of them were a bit reckless in themselves, okay. and Christie's now in the hospital as well. So well, <laughs> it, wasn't, it wasn't like he kind of like tried to like maybe go for like a <laughs> wee knock on. He went to absolutely lamp the ball, yes, and missed and hit Christie full on. Well, that even and he was concussed.
0: that even came across in the radio commentary. They kind of went, "Oh, was master- that?" And as soon as you heard Christie was hospitalised, you were like, "Okay, yeah,
1: I think." And the heat, of the moment as well with the ref. Once he's seen the state mm-hmm. that Christie was in, he was always going to give a, give a yellow mm-hmm. for that circumstance. Mm-hmm. Uh, for Lewis Ferguson, hundred percent. It was a two footy yeah. challenge.
0: I, I don't know what the lad was thinking. there, I, th- I just don't think he wanted to be in the park anymore, frankly, because it was not. It was not sounding good for Aberdeen at any point in the game. No, the race was run like, at that stage. Well, okay, maybe we have to credit do you think you credit Neil Lennon for the turnaround in attitude from the previous week or do you just say that Aberdeen didn't even turn up for this Mm, fixture? It's hard to say don't you dare say a bit of both because that's the pundit's. that's It's it's
1: not a bit of both I think in the circumstance Celtic in big games this season have upped it, Mm -hmm. you know really Mm. and it was always going to be that kind of game they managed to wind up Aberdeen to nobody's business Mm -hmm. I think even without this kind of innocuous challenge for Dominic Ball there was always going to be a red card in that game mm. Um, you know the weather was bad you know it was like it had all the hallmarks of celtic are going to win this two or three now whether you like it or not
0: where do you land on the whole thing about you know players winding each other up because there was a bit of retribution after the old firm game with
1: uh, i quite like it like i know but scott... would
0: you penalize players that are like nah, you're
1: not going to penalize scott brown for having an absolute wind up with the rangers fans and the rangers players because mm. scott actually did it the sort of fun before. Mm-hmm. Granted, it was Father Scott Brown who did it before that. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure you can go way back to the 1800s when it was happening by you back then. Well, no. I, know, would, it's
0: like, I would argue at that time, though, there was a certainly more sportsmanship. Nah, not game. at
1: all. I been, it would have been a wee bit banter. It would have been the ye olde banter, but it would have
0: been <laughs> been <the laughs> First truth, Rangers, man. <laughs> Bill's truth, I say. Yeah.
1: <laughs> you know, and it's the same thing with like Shay Golgan is a total wind up merchant because he's sweet. playing Celtic mm-hmm. and he has done it at Parkhead. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lewis Ferguson was his Rangers contacts. It's always going to be a target. Mm-hmm. Uh, vice versa. It's, it's good. It's, it's what makes Scottish football. You mm-hmm.
0: know? I was just thinking, it's in, it was interesting seeing Scott Brown got a bit of retribution after the old... F- Did he get banned? I don't think... He
1: got charged. I don't know if anything would come off it. But,
0: but I, I think it's because Rangers kicked up a fuss because everything he said to a Rangers player resulted in... a kind of reaction. Aye. Um, but then, I, I don't know, I see some pictures of that when they go face to face and it's like, grow up sometimes. Uh, I, guess in their heads, Sorry. I
1: guess in their heads and it, it, it worked to their advantage and it it's worked does. to their advantage again today uh, I
0: think the, the only highlight for Aberdeen was that uh, Niall McGinn was injured in training in the lead up to the match and they had to put in Steve May, who unfortunately had to be substituted <sighs> or fortunately uh, had I to know be substituted and that was about the only saving grace <laughs> uh, that came from that but no no Shinny in the squad, no McGinn you were uh, up against no it no Logan and, yeah, Aberdeen have I've kind of been struggling in this tail end of the season, particularly at home, which has got some of the, the fans, eh... Uh, well, it's looking kind
1: of ominous if you're going to even get Europe this season. <sighs> when I say Europe qualifiers. <laughs> um,
0: I would almost patch it entirely because, let's face it, none of us are going to qualify through the Europa League. you
1: as well taking a decent pre-season and trying to have a good run at it next season.
0: Uh, well, I think it's going to be a rebuilding phase. And that... Well, it has to. Look. And that's... That's similar, so... Celtic going to the final against Hearts. Before we move on, do Celtic win this for you? Do Hearts win this? Yeah, I think they will win it. I would agree. Uh, but it, we're in the phase now, and we spoke about you know some of the the Livingston player going to Hearts and stuff mm. of the pre-contract negotiations. Ah,
1: we're coming to that stage again
0: like. now with Aberdeen, who we will kind of start off with. Shinny was taken round Derby County, right? Um, on tour, <laughs> like so,
1: o- open-top bus, or? well. <laughs>
0: Yeah, not any time soon. City children, like, like Norwich are going to do that uh, with Timo Pukki. I saw today and oh, their striker. Yeah, he's doing really well. It was compared to the Championship, Sergio Aguero, and I'm right.
1: like, This is a guy who struggled in the Scottish Premiership. No,
0: he barely. I barely remember him as like a. He did
1: do very much. He's finish, he
0: is finish. He's got tremendous finishing. Oh, oh. Anyway, so I. It looks like Shinny could be off to Derby, which I think would be a great move. Uh, I yeah say I mean um, I
1: imagine they would be looking to sort of challenge for the playoffs next season in the, in the English Championship
0: so. they've for stints this season looked like trying to go up and they've been very good with Scottish players in the past like Craig Bryson Ad- aye Kenny I Miller, know, well
1: when they were in dude. the Championship had a reasonable run with them aye
0: uh, uh, Johnny Russell was there for them, a while, for aye, a while. Aye. so I think that that would fit him quite well you know Frank Lampard is a big name as well
1: aye, I mean it's a decent level you know for him um, stop put-
0: talking about the move Paul <laughs> it's a big secret (laughs) sorry Greer
1: my apologies sir (laughs) Um, that's a non-disclosure but
0: anyway he's out of contract I think Mackay Stephen as well has not signed up so Aberdeen is essentially losing the spine of their team
1: yes and every chance of McKenna will leave as well he alluded to it uh, and they can kind up of, um bleed up to the game. That's, that's, Bo- that's you-
0: McKenna as well. <laughs> Stop talking about it. <laughs> well, they were, t- they were talking about because that was the interesting thing. Uh, John Souter, linked with Rangers, mm-hmm. we'll talk about someone else linked with Rangers soon. They were saying Souter could go for between one and three million, but the McKenna's worth about eight. No, I think uh, eight's on the steep side.
1: Five or six, and you would You'd probably doing get them.
0: very well if you got five or six. For him. I
1: think if Chelsea if came in for because I do think he will end up with Celtic I have this, Who weird, McKenna? I have this weird feeling that he may end up there
0: but look how badly that turned out for uh, Hendry uh, Henry was moves. coming from Dundee and he Dundee wasn't was very good, good. but then look at Kamara going from Dundee to Rangers I'm still strange I have no idea how Dundee I'll managed to get him
1: because I think Celtic are likely to lose what, And uh-huh. um, Boyata, definitely so any proceeds they get out of Boyata they're as well going in for he well, has been
0: linked with some funny teams. match. Like Greece and stuff like that it seems to be where he's off to. Lustig's done his time.
1: I think Lustig has come to the end of his career at that level. Aye. Um, we need to
0: replace with equal There's the, 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 the This is the, difficult. Uh,
1: yeah, we need a right back centre back. But, you know, if you have... They're not going to source them from Scotland. Scott McKenna and Christopher Ayer as your two centre backs for Celtic next season. That's pretty good. Quite an inexperienced. Quite inexperienced. Although I has been there for about a season and a half, yeah, two seasons. He's
0: still a youngish guy. And
1: McKenna knows it's quite comfortable domestically, anyway. Hmm. And I think it would be quite good from a national team perspective to have Scott McKenna. <laughs> a
0: Norwegian next to Scott. To have Scott McKenna
1: <laughs> having a little bit more and exposure to uh, the Champions League.
0: Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, that's an interesting one. Okay, so we've obliterated four players. Uh, Greg Stewart could sign on, though. He's going to Rangers. Oh, no, yes, he is going yeah. to Rangers. So this is a man
1: who had done really well at Camarok. Abysmal, again, at Aberdeen, well twice. talked about. And then he's now going to go to Rangers. That's a bizarre move. Like
0: Rangers are interesting because picking off people like Suter and Stuart, as you ask yourself, would Celtic have gone for Suter and Stuart? Mm,
1: they might go for Suter. They definitely wouldn't, wouldn't go for Stuart.
0: And I think they're just, they're not, they're not pitching
1: they're not they're not ambitious <laughs> I am going to say they're not ambitious enough but they did sign Jumain Defoe which is quite ambitious I know but he's at the end of his career
0: see he didn't look that great in the highlights against Motherwell the other day mm. for example he's, um, off the, he's off the pace he is so and they need they need another striker because I don't think someone like Zach Rudd at Falker would go back into the Rangers team I don't think someone like Ryan Hardy at Livingston would go back into that range of team because he's hardly played really I think for for Livingston exactly Um so, I mean, would Greg Stewart work out at Rangers? Did Michael O'Halloran work out at Rangers? No, this is the thing as well, because they now are picking
1: what would be the best of the rest. Uh-huh. Which is a bit of, a kind of challenge for them. Um, I don't know. It's a very... This is make or break for Rangers next season. I say this every season, but... <laughs> I think they've had a decent platform. Well,
0: they've done much better this season.
1: Overall. Um, but they need to do... There's a bit of rebuilding to do They need to get a couple of centre-backs in Everybody's looking for them It's a bit of a challenge Well the, the I think folk are going back
0: Like Warhol's going to Go back to Nottingham Forest Or whatever isn't he? Yep uh, mm. They would need to do something With Cattage and.
1: Well they've got the two There was the Katic And Barisic. Yes They're The two kind of creation boys They signed Who'd never really done very much So that's the thing They've got too much Kind of bloating out there Don't they It's, that's it's positions where They don't really need them Because they've got But Dorans is still in the books Jimmy Murphy's still in the books What oh, Jamie Murphy Pair of them are still Rangers players, but they're long-term injuries, mm. and they are eaten up per wage for nothing. And that was
0: going to happen with the, the age of them mm. as well. Um, there got so
1: too many midfield players that are the same. So that's interesting.
0: <laughs> uh, I think the only LARP kind of major major pieces of business are probably Livingston are being picked apart at the moment. Yes, pre-contract wise, I think Declan Gallagher's off to Motherwell um, mm. as well. who's a big part of them, so. And th- this is a good kind of transitions to the sort of relegation chatter as well. And I think what was good about Livingston going up from the championship was that they kept... They kept the core of that team. They kept the core of the team. St Mirren, on the other hand, who absolutely stormed the championship, mm. ripped everything that... Well, Alan Stubbs, specifically. Aye, he ruined them. Ripped everything that was good about that team. And some of them naturally... Lewis Morgan and that naturally left because they were talented footballers. But other ones you know some of them went to Ross County and I one or two of them
1: stayed but no the same as long as I suppose one or two of them did stay back in the championship Aye. which I was quite surprised at uh, I think St Byrne was a just it's been a category of Right, mm. pointing uh, Alan Stubbs in the first place was a disaster oh absolutely <laughs> uh, Warren Kearney who was untested in uh, any kind of Scottish uh-huh. environment was about a challenge you know they've had one or two okay results but over the piece they've been absolutely woeful it's the same with Dundee We'd, I won't even go into my predictions before for Dundee at the beginning of the season.
0: <laughs> I'm just hoping for a Dundee, Dundee United. Uh, that would Playoff scenario. Yeah, that would be good. Uh, whether that'll happen, uh, it's probably unlikely because Dundee will probably be relegated.
1: Do you reckon Arar and Subban might still go for bottom spot? Yeah, definitely. I've a funny feeling Dundee, with that kind of support, mm-hmm. especially in the in the split, may
0: mm-hmm. just pull themselves out of it. Well, looking at it now, as it stands, 12th are Dundee on 18 points. Wow. Eleventh uh, or St Mirren on twenty one. Yeah, so a three point swing. And then tenth Hamilton Academical on twenty five. Just about so two. obviously things change massively when you go into the split, in that you know you're playing each of these teams mm-hmm. around you. I mean, what's the goal difference between the two? Uh, minus forty three Dundee, minus thirty seven for St Mirren, mm. minus forty eight for Hamilton. Ooh. And <laughs> Livingston and Ninth have a goal difference of two. Yeah, do you, they don't, they don't score and they don't concede do you, that's the thing well exactly but, but uh, 42 points they're into the sunset one point one point behind Motherwell that's because nah, could
1: right. you can, you can conceiv- conceivably see that actually come down to like the game between and, uh, Dun- Dundee. Dundee and Samirn mm. which I think will be at Dens. I think they are both rank rotten teams they are, they're poor and I think whoever got them in the playoff provided it's Dundee United or whoever finishes second who's got like a, a week's rest will <laughs> fancy their chances maybe if it's Ayer or Everest which is looking likely for third and fourth mm-hmm. given their squad depth and given how it went for Falkirk when they went with a very shallow squad they'll struggle, mm-hmm. they'll boot their feet um, well then
0: Dun- Dundee United would be the
1: Dundee United would have been so, under so much pressure but imagine that being a Dundee derby for a playoff between relegation that'd be, and yeah, that'd be so intense uh, I, c- I always couldn't, think they couldn't they let that, it though. happen nah. and
0: it'd be so weird because they literally did the road, you know you might as well I can't even imagine a, a bigger match in history, apart well, for, from for like, old playoff. firm, like you know, yeah. the finals and stuff but arguably this is a more important game that, that could be huge, because uh, it guarantees you it'd be absolutely brilliant
1: I mean that's why BT have got the rights for that that's what they're hoping for um,
0: so St Mirren just have barely any players to speak of I think I, I saw some fans talking, former Falkirk player Ryan Flynn, who they said they thought was rank rotten on the wing but since they've moved him into central midfield you he's not got
1: the pace to be a, a right midfielder anymore.
0: There you go. Has been a lot better. And their, their strikers and things have picked up recently. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dundee are just... They can be terrible. But Andrew Nelson, I think, can be absolutely fantastic. If he
1: gets a run of games... Because he, he was injured for one or two. He was coming on to a good game when he started. Mm-hmm. He, scored, he scored at hearts. Uh, he scored again when he was back at Dens his home debut
0: he got injured for a wee while he's
1: been injured for a couple of games and mm-hmm. that's kind of threw them back down again so it'll be interesting to see uh, he could be the one to save them uh, it'd be nice to see it happen
0: could be and I think um, <laughs> Hamilton have been in this position so many times that they're indestructible Yep. <laughs> <laughs> in this sort of game unfortunately so we'll see how that goes anyway uh, we went to a championship game at the weekend, John.
1: Is that what well, that level was? It was
0: actually, <laughs> <the> <laughs> bloody rubbish! Good grief! Well, you've you've got some comparisons, I suppose. So we went to the big derby game of the uh, Dumfrieland or Dumfrieland City, as they should be known, according to the sign Aye. as you enter, because it's got an abbey. Is it that what? Yeah, okay. Is what I found out in retrospect. Aye, so we drove Film Or Abbey, yeah Aye, there you go uh, That'd be a good name for a football that's team the last it?
1: king of Scotland's Buried in the film Abbey Really? Yeah, Rich oh, Was it Richard? Or Alice under the
0: third See when I hear that I always think of that um, You know that black actor That's in the film Oh, the last but king of Scotland It's um, not Forrest so What's his name? He's very good He's in that Star Wars film as well Boris Whitaker, Can I name.
1: Oh, couldn't tell you. I've yeah. never, never watched the film. He's got the funky eye.
0: But he's not the last King of Scotland, but he's on like the cover for the DVD. Yeah, and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> we're Say miles track. off track. That's so a different kind of podcast. Exactly. We drove up there. I craftily slid myself into a parking space, a bit of reverse parking. Hi. Cracking reverse parking. Tried to block a Mercedes, but John was like... Come on. He's a big city slicker now. He's yep. like, let's give him some room. So we'll go like, look after the Mercs. All right. Uh, but Also, entertainingly, we had a freaking Lamborghini Huracan, yeah, in sitting the in the East End.
1: <laughs> yeah, in the gravel, like which was also quite was funny. this
0: big dust cloud. Yeah. Um, uh, when I went home, my dad was like, "Yeah, that's one of the former players. Darn right, I don't think that's one of the former players, that like, Lamborghini Huracan, but, like former player for who, like what? for Dunfermore? Man City or something, like that. aye. <laughs> uh, but we were saying, Mr. Doris De that's true. Oh, who else did they have? They had some pretty... Like, no Hunt. Saul Bamba and stuff like that. No Hunt maybe. used to play for them. No Hunt would never have had en- enough he, money.
1: Oh, he went down to Redden and all that. He would
0: be the best ever player for Dunfermline. Oh, well, uh, sh- uh, none. Joe Cardell could maybe have a wee Lamborghini. <laughs> Joe Cardell. <laughs> <laughs> well, for it. he would have be been playing with Partick that day. It's actually Calum Higginbottoms. Uh, he used to play with Man United at one point in did time. I? He Ooh. did, I. Saw so a wee piece on Danny Galbraith as well this week, and he was talking about, "Oh, I didn't like playing with Hibs because you know I played with Man United and it was my dream." No, I was like cool. I don't even remember even that great for Hibs pals. He's so. in the kind
1: of Michael Stewart level there. Well,
0: yeah. I think Michael Stewart could have made
1: yeah, it. I have them film that were reasonably.
0: Oh, Devanted.
1: I can't even really think that far
0: back. so bad, but Stevie Crawford just never left.
1: No, I think he, he was kind of kicked about Scotland. He didn't go to Inverness for a sure.
0: He did brilliant for half a season with Aberdeen, and then went back to Dunfermline for mm. family reasons. Oh. Um, but anyway, I was kind of speculating at the time as to whether there'd be an announcement saying there's a shade of blue. It was a lovely shade of blue, but <laughs> we we're expecting on the tanoi like you know, could the honour of a a blue Lamborghini Huracan please oh. return to your vehicle?
1: No, please contact Bear for life.
0: <laughs> <laughs> exactly, and it's not even it even be a troll mm. announcement. Um, oh brilliant thing to do like if you have a Ferrari any viewers or listeners or whatever and I don't believe any of our viewers and well, you never know. do but if you do just go to one of these places and leave your lights on and I know the battery on a performance car will run flat but you will get the incredible announcement of could the person that's left there like Ferrari 458 Italia 458 Italia please return to your vehicle and imagine the reaction you're <laughs> going to get and I would like stand up with my keys in hand going that's me that's me. Ladies, one at <laughs> <laughs> oh, a time. In a football stand. <laughs> really? <laughs> uh, there was uh, there was no much talent <laughs> in the away stand <laughs> at East End Park. I'm oh, not commenting on that. That's for sure. But uh, Falkirk come away with the 1-0 win and a much-deserved result, John, yes? Uh, no. No. <laughs> no. Absolutely not. That was Sh- daylight robbery. So the game... I mean... Dominated in the first half by Dunfermline. Yes. I think it's hard to argue there. Um, and a penalty very well saved by Harry Burgoyne, who's mm-hmm. just been an absolute sensation. He's been a really good keeper in the, the purple jersey uh, this season. Um, but come out second half, no goals despite being battered from pillar to post.
1: Literally. To uh, keeper. The post, the bar, they cleared off the line uh i looked looked ominous mm-hmm. um especially after the penalty but just sort of the rub of the green
0: right, really so that's all it was and davis killer, done killer, mm-hmm. done i thought i'd made that up on the spot and then other people started chanting and i was like maybe uh, this has happened nah, before
1: just means minds think alike
0: uh, exactly mm-hmm. Uh oh no thinking like a Falkirk fan i don't like the sound of that eh <laughs> uh, so in the first half in particular it was the worst display I have seen from a Falkirk team it's ever.
1: That was the worst display of football I've ever seen. I think the ball spent more time in the air than they did in the
0: park. Well, I thought that was more of an issue for the second half. Now, Well, no, it was an issue for
1: both halves, but in, I it was...
0: In Championship football, I do expect a period of time where there is professional hoofball. Yes. Um, There was a particular moment where the referee didn't give a foul. It all got a bit sort of feisty. Mm. And all that ended up happening was it was punted from pillar to post. Now, this obviously happens on the televised championship games as well, which I've given up on at this point, frankly.
1: And yeah. see, at that
0: point, just put on a wee videotape <laughs> of, like, the Morton Kitman, a game <laughs> or something like that. We do not need to see 90 minutes of a championship game. Um, but anyway, I uh, Falkirk Defence had a total mare. McKenna in particular had a bit of a shocker. Uh,
1: especially in the first half, he composed himself on the second. Uh, we thought, but Dixon had a terrible game. You look, off the pace a wee bit. McGee had a McGee bad game. McGee does not look like a right back, which is kind of sad because he's actually an okay player. Mm-hmm. A yeah, good right finisher. <laughs> oh, a good finisher, but it's a right back. It's a disaster.
0: I mean, the, the problems you know we were I was particularly seeing in the first half is that you know there's been a lot of criticism of Ray McKinnon recently and him setting up the team negatively. Yes, which is denied. Which is nonsense, <laughs> um, and just wrong and incorrect. And what they were doing essentially was they were firing the ball out from the full backs, trying to go for like the corners.
1: No, we're trying to go down the channels. Now you got two centre mid, yeah, two centre forwards playing. Funnily enough, in the centre,
0: well, two tall centre forwards who are target men ish. Even though I've never really seen Zach Rudden win a header, conceivably could,
1: um, could hold up the ball.
0: Well, exactly. But it was as if they told the defence to get fired into the channels and just not told the attackers yeah. at all. So they were sprinting after stuff that was pointless. The wide midfielders were nowhere to be seen. So uh, Petrovicius was walking wounded from minute one. He looked very injured. And then Ross McLean was pretty anonymous. He was he
1: put himself a bit wee bit for the first kind of 25, 30 minutes. Uh-huh. He did run for a little while. Oh wow. Um setting half completely anonymous.
0: So the part I mean the two sitting midfielders in Peyton and Osman. So I thought Osman was, I thought had a terrible game.
1: Well, I was going to disagree. I think Osborne had a, a reasonable game. He did what he had to do, which wasn't very much. No. Payton, I just
0: thought he wasn't clever enough in possession sometimes.
1: Peyton did Payton things, which was just try and hit them hard and then boot it <laughs> as far away as he possibly could. Uh, right. But that is Paul Payton. That's what you're going to get. That's true. Um, he's got the kind of heart and desire for the game itself, but technical ability is not quite there.
0: I think what, on an overall picture basis, this was a really worrying tactical display in that there was no link up between anybody. Nah, there's there was no, there's nothing over the movement though. between anybody. There's no communication between anybody. Hmm. The amount of times two players would all run for the same ball and the amount of times they all got caught in the corner.
1: It was all very frantic as well. Like it
0: but- was but that's the thing when you're in a relegation battle as they are, when you've gone bottom of the league to Allah, who are now blooming sixth. Aye. by the way, and
1: they're chasing down Dunfermline. Us. <laughs> they're not yeah. was
0: making a fish in the top <laughs> top half of the table. Um, it's always going to be negative thoughts, and I realise that that's going to be very difficult. But you look at what Dunfermline did in the first half, and that you know, spreading it about the back when nothing was mm. on. Nice wee triangles running through. Falkirk players were literally freaking slipping, <laughs> at inopportune moments, and letting them have these opportunities. And they are not going to win games. Now they did win this game. They did. Is the massive problem? It's pure luck. Is the only way you can really describe it. I mean,
1: definitely, if they had scored one, they were scoring five or six because the heads would have went down. The mm-hmm. fence was a a bit ropey as it was. But they have got the result and that's that's three points on the board and they do go to Morton who are on an absolutely woeful run mm-hmm. and the atmosphere in Morton is just as poisonous as it is being a oh, kind of Queen of the South are on an absolute downer. And if Partick get beat on Tuesday night against somebody, I think that is it here?
0: Something like that maybe. I'm I think it's
1: sure. maybe Ayr or county. Um, that's substantive for them because they will be bottom, same game played.
0: It's getting really it's tight. Really tight. Uh From a Dunfermline perspective, they'll be kicking themselves that they didn't win that game. Uh, But I think they'll understand, because they were as rotten as Falkirk were in the second half. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, (coughs) things like not converting the penalty and stuff, from their point of view, would be disappointing. I thought it was a different story altogether. Uh, Exactly. Um, And it it does give, as you say the Falkirk players, that big boost. Um, So, yeah, Partick on the bottom of the game in hand, 34, and again, that win... Takes Falkirk to 35 and 2nd bottom with a still worse goal difference than Queen of the South. Greenock Morton in 7th with Aloua up on 38 and 6th which looks ever-presently safer and safer which is remarkable for a part-time team. Oh, but there's four points between 6th and bottom. Mm-hmm. Dunfermline
1: are on 41. 41.
0: I think that's alright. The, there's too many teams
1: below them for it to be an issue. Because mm-hmm. I think we play... It would we be play Morton, so there's gonna be somebody that's gonna slip up three ah, points best
0: It would be a huge surprise if they were dragged into this. Yeah, I think at. I don't think they're looking in the rear view mirror.
1: They're neither here nor there. Their position for fifth, depending on how Allah are doing, mm-hmm. could be a bit of an issue. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I would say they're fifth. If I'm a, I'm a betting man You are a betting man. And right now my money <laughs> would be on Queen of the South to actually all go automatically the relegation. So quite you're, honestly.
0: you're going with the the Right, okay. I think one of Falkirk or Partick will end up in either relegation or playoff places. I don't think both of them will end up there. Uh, mm,
1: I do think because Stephen Dobie is now injured for the rest of the season, which is an absolute hammer blow for Queens, who are on a rotten run as it is. Mm. I'm not too sure what their running is, but it's not great. So they could conceivably couldn't win a single game for the rest of the season. Mm. Morton are just as bad.
0: Okay, well let's. So you think Queen of the South down? You think Morton playoffs?
1: Could be. <sighs> I think Falker, if Fawcett beat Morton, which is make or break, if Fawcett beat Morton, I think they're in the clear. I think they would just about be clear, I mean they do have Dundee United and County in that order in the last two games. But I think they would take points
0: from that on the basis that those two will be gearing up for
1: Dundee. the way, I don't think they will win it. I'd be amazed if they even got a draw if so there's, there's three points dropped. Ah,
0: yeah, but they'll be gearing up for the play. But
1: <sighs> County at home is a big game. And last though, that, day of the season. That could be three points because it it should be like a full full house sickening but um, so there's six point six eight nine.
0: <laughs> I will go down with this Is ship. It? Sorry, I'm thinking for a playlist. It's
1: <laughs> <That was a, laughs> just geez. a Titanic theme song, like. Well, you yeah. could do.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and I will always love you. Have a good one. Margaret Lang out. <laughs> Shang <Shang-a-lang. laughs> <laughs> To the sang to Margaret Lang was always the, the tune that they used to sing to. Um, it's all to play for. It's, yeah, is to it's, going to be it's very difficult to predict
1: yeah I mean this all changes on Tuesday night if Partick win their game in hand because it looks I think Partick, in
0: theory are strong enough to be safe but they've got a really honking goal difference uh, minus mm. 13 compared to our minus 9 but then Queen of the South minus 1 that could save them at the end of the
1: season well conceivably aye um, if results to go the same way but right now Queen's Queens and Martin are the two that are on bad runs mm-hmm. Partick are on an iffy run Falkirk are on an iffy run so I would say those two to, to get a wee bit of momentum I think, I
0: think it all hinges on to, to if slide. Falkirk take points off of Morton. fine if they don't
1: disaster relegation but I,
0: I had them written off against Unferland and rightly so Yeah, I think so we will see we shall anyway talking of relegation actually before we move on we talk about the sort of great uh, achievement of Aloe Athletic being part-timers. It looks like they're going to be joined by... Well, they are going to be joined by a second part-time team in the league next season. My Alworth. Uh The banter team and uh, personal favourites of the Terrace uh, football the terrace, show podcast. Yeah. Dick Campbell. Hey. <laughs> yeah, Dick Campbell is going to be in the championship, which is a tremendous achievement for him. I don't think he's been that high up the leagues in quite mm. some time. Um, surely, but I can't. I don't know if Albroath have ever been in the championship really
1: I'd be amazed if they hadn't
0: they probably have been a long Mm, time ago a long time ago that's why I want not to go down so we could actually win a league I was looking when we were at Dunfermline they had their wee league one uh, not the placard but you know the thing they put in front of the trophy presentation it was like on where the it was a weird section of terracing that like eight people were standing on. oh yeah they had it in front there I was like "That's, that's actually quite a cool thing to have so I wouldn't it's mind a bit of success. Just
1: it's not a badge of honour though. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's not really. It's you know defined as a minor honour on your uh, Wikipedia page. Um, but I are both coming up, so that'll be exciting. That's a that's a good park to go to. I've been before. Uh, aye, it's nice. Is it Gayfield? Gayfield. Gayfield Park. Um,
1: yeah. it's the closest football park to the river. Eh, to the sea. To Oh,
0: it's that the ones where the waves come over no and aye. stuff like that. Aye. Again, view for the terrace done absolutely brilliant. We cut piece in oh. the style of some director yeah, like Martin Scorsese or something no. absolutely brilliant Uh a draw you know I thought was brilliant about that is like Dick Campbell and that just getting the hat off giving it freaking oh. laldy <laughs> absolutely loving it so uh, no we'll be excited to see them uh, I was hoping to see the, the pastor from the church at Brecon uh, who did their their video work uh, back up there that's one thing I thought like watching Dunfermline like you know Faisal back to place for them and I was like growing up in Morocco if you told him that one day... <laughs> you'd be playing for <laughs> You'd one. be playing in Dublin. I always ha- wonder that. <laughs> what would he have thought? Uh, similar for some of the English lads, I suppose. But anyway, reverse of promotion. Whilst I go and run and turn on this light quickly, because we are... St- fading some- away. <laughs> We're fading away, yes. Uh, not in our content, though. No. Of course. Uh, time to go back and talk about some... Relegation memories or memoirs yeah. because we don't support great teams. No, we're usually at the bomb. Um, unfortunately, in the Premiership or in European leagues and otherwise. So, uh, one thing I asked my brother over the weekend was, Do you remember the last time Falkirk got relegated? And I thought I didn't, but I actually did. Do you remember that, John? that was there. Oh, do tell. That um, was definitely there. Christ, do you want to kid me that being white? It's quite, yeah. Wow. I don't know how I'm going to edit this. <laughs> the first half of the video is going to be like really colourful and then the next bit is just going to be glaring. Uh, anyway, sorry for our audio listeners. who can't see this at all. Apologies about your eyes. <laughs> uh, no, I was there.
1: 2000. Oh, you were there. Rugby park. 10, 9 or 10. It was a quite nice day as well. What miserable memories at rugby park. I finished 0-0. Ryan, Ryan Flynn. Ryan Flynn, the ball. I can still see it ball dropped over his shoulder they (laughs) just guided it in it absolutely blazed (laughs) totally gone Um, disaster they ran on the pitch because it was it effectively saved the from administration
0: Um, they ran on the pitch the day they beat us in the playoffs they did as well well, well.
1: well. (laughs) but I remember that I remember that quite vividly
0: they beat Um, us in the Scottish Cup as well didn't they
1: yeah they beat us quite a lot
0: we have have a bit of this this should be a bigger rivalry than Dunfermline. I'm feeling like here
1: Uh, but I remember the season before Season we go to the cup final, mm-hmm. uh, that went into the last season as well. Inverness mm-hmm. and Michael Higdon's backside saved us. Aye, so uh, slid I was there as well. I was off in Inverness for that. Um, Ross Tokely got sent off after about 10 15 minutes. Oh, gosh, he was um, a player and a half. He pulled down Stevie Lovell who was kind of on the break, mm-hmm. guaranteed he was going to miss, but you <laughs> know, Tokely pulled him down. He sent off 10 men and Pocket played their skins that day and got the kind of one nil win mm-hmm. scenes in the way in. Yeah. I'm sure they beat them in the quarter finals of the Scottish Cup that season as well to get to Hamden mm-hmm. and then they beat them in the semis and then go beat the Rangers in the final. That was 2009. So was
0: it? Was that that year?
1: Aye. In terms of the league positioning for those two seasons Pocket were pretty poor. 08-09 uh, and then 09-10 when they got relegated.
0: Well, in the season before they nearly oh no wait did that season they nearly made the top six there was a season they finished seventh which was 0809
1: i think no uh-huh. 0708
0: huh. chris mcguire finished- of aberdeen cheated
1: them out of that aye it came to the last game of the season it was between Falkirk, Aberdeen, and i
0: think Motherwell. right
1: with the three teams and about it and it came down to a game at petogia i'm sure nice aberdeen, aye. and we absolutely blew it um i think and Alan Gow was playing and all that kind of thing was, was in the team and of course it was like oh, the whistful memories of good Falkirk players <laughs> Yogi Hughes and Craig Campbell uh, Craig his Campbell Craig Campbell Craig Christie I mean the Charlie uh, Christie chairman's name it was all well, will take Falkirk to the next level by signing Jackie McNamara 35 year old Neil McCann 37 year old Lee Bullen 34 year old and it was like
0: they didn't do, I thought Neil McCann didn't do a bad job for Falkirk he was alright and I thought Lee Bullen didn't do a bad job for
1: Falkirk uh, he was t- poor that season Jackie McNamara imp- was a bit met
0: I've never been impressed with Jackie McNamara no matter mm-hmm. where he's been
1: Stephen Presley signed that season yeah. no the season after we were relegated uh, I was pretty poor but that's that was the the memory for that beyond were that you, were, the, you, were you
0: crying you are giving it the full
1: it's just devastation you didn't care what's really going on
0: so that's the thing I was other games against the and you know you're giving it you know, sitting there with the hands in front of your face, no, you know, pe- with the tension. You're hoping that a wee camera <laughs> catches your glimpse somewhere. How can we kind of retweet it on the sofa manager page, get the exposure? Uh, I guess my relegation tales are a little bit different. Uh, I am an avid fan of Paris Saint-Germain, whom you would never have expected relegation. to be in a relegation battle. Now, most people would associate me with a glory hunter. I am not. I supported them because of a particular Portuguese striker who shared my name have mentioned before Pauletta. Um so oh, this must have been again about 2007 2008 now at the time French football was pretty hard to come by pretty poor on terrestrial <laughs> television so it, it didn't really exist and that was the thing about the Falkirk game was I watched it on telly and I'm sure it was on Satanta it would have been sports yeah. and I was like oh my gosh what a throwback that is um, but Aye, they were in a three-way battle to go down, and they were in the relegation spot like through the match that they were playing. Ended up winning the game, and it was the same season that RC Lens went down, big red and yellow. But they're a huge team in France, mm. and they've never come back up ever since. So had Paris Saint Germain <laughs> gone down, <laughs> RC Lens would have been bought off by a Saudi Arabian Well, a who, right. who's to say? Um. Exactly, but they they stayed up, and for a team like Paris Saint Germain, who would usually finish in top half, they yeah. weren't they great at the time. They kind of picked off, you know, one or two rejects. Like Julie was a big player for them from Barcelona. the Julie Guillaume Guillaume Oh gosh he's kind of gone down as a club legend. I don't fully understand why. it signed you, briefly a little um.
1: Good player for Football Manager.
0: Uh, Claude Bakalele was there for a period of time. Jerome uh, Rothen Oh, Jerome Rotten was brilliant, but he was uh, Rotten was... for Rangers when he came on loan. He was a keeper. Jeremy Clement used to play for PSG as well, who you might did remember he? from yeah. Rangers, briefly. A centre-back? No, no, he was a Mid- midfielder. Mid- Mid- he went, I'm sure he went to England. Uh, as well as Youssef Malumbo, was originally a PSG player. Hmm. Who knew? Small world and he ended up a I'm sure he was in the Parisian... <laughs> Arie ah Desmond. bonjour Youssef, Le Kilmarnock
1: Living in the Arie 7th Aradismont yeah. like, I'll be living in Kilmarnock
0: Le <laughs> Stade de Rugby Oh Le Stade de... No, no yeah. <laughs> Rugby Park Rugby Park, aye um, So that was about the... That's the only time I've really seen my club relegated But obviously being an Aberdeen fan I've seen a lot of dismal was cup did results that season you finished
1: what in 10th or 11th? Aberdeen In 2010's There was season There was a Craig season... Brown season?
0: Aye, oh, they were pretty honking for a. A lot of the time they were in the bottom six. When I was supporting them, there was a there was a real dark period when Calderwood left. I left them. And of Craig Brown, and who else would have come in?
1: Eh, uh, oh, the boy used to manage Motherwell.
0: Oh, um, oh, Mark. Oh, the Mark McPhee? No, not McPhee. Uh, Mark McGee. Mark McGee. Mark there McGee came in. And who he had that shouting match he was Motherwell manager? That hilarious video. But did he go? He Craig, went Motherwell, Aberdeen then picked him off. Right. And then he... I'm sure was... Craig Brown followed the same suit. Y- yeah, I think well, they Craig, did Craig literally Bang the same. And that McGee was sacked and they brought in Craig Brown. Aye. I
1: can't remember if you had anyone else. In between. In the interim period. Because you must have yeah. gone to Henry a long time ago. That was before five seasons. I was before, young
0: so it? It's actually mm. more time than you actually realise. Um, but there was seasons and. Previous where Aberdeen should have gone down, but they then expanded the Premier League mm. uh, from ten to twelve teams, presumably. Well,
1: Forwick we had the same issue. Mind t- to the last season, the Broadville, three. Uh-huh. Uh Motherwell were an administration. had uh-huh. uh, just come out of it, and it was the time where the SPL voted the stadium whether the team in the SFL, whoever won Scottish Division One, uh-huh. actually got promoted. Uh huh. So they had to be voted in after winning the league mm-hmm. by the the sort of members. They and in. They didn't vote them in. And
0: they didn't vote them in. The stadium criteria
1: kind of came into it.
0: I know, we, I know we had massive problems with stadium and stuff back then, which now isn't in effect as stringently as it was at the time. It never was, because
1: you had to have a 10,000 all-seat stadium, which is now reduced to you don't need anything. Because mm-hmm. if you ever got promoted, you know, the stadium could conceivably stay as it is. I'd be shocked if that was
0: actually the I case. I think that might be correct. I would assume... You would need some form of safe standing. I was like, about to say. Probably. I would assume you would. Atle- well, that's the thing. If you're if you get sort of strict regulations on safe standing, there's no way you can have some of this terracing. Uh, that goes about. But we've saw this scene this season that folk like count and that are like their safety certificates are long expired, and still you're ploughing in tens of thousands of Rangers fans nice. into those rafters. Um, but I, uh, I've never I've never physically seen a team go down. Oh, I've seen not. Um and like I go like to
1: Newcastle quite a lot as well. <laughs> oh, uh, well. You would never
0: have expected them to go down. Well, <laughs> like, they've done it twice now. Could be worse. You could be Sunderland.
1: I don't know if I've actually been S- in S- any of the games. S- I was at the promotion game when they got they won the championship last season, two mm-hmm. seasons ago. Uh, I don't think I was actually in any of the games where they got relegated. Mm.
0: Uh, so that's the thing with that was
1: that's for a team that size. it's oh, yeah. quite substantive.
0: Well, like, for Falkirk, you kind of expect it, you know, the time when the Premier League... They're a bottom really six so
1: Premier club, top four or five in the Championship, a lot like Simmer and Dundee, all the kind of teams. Yeah, they, so they just go kind of... up and down more often than
0: we do. But Newcastle... Well,
1: we go down and then we just stay down for about so a decade. the longest spell, I believe, in the Championship. Yeah, I'm not surprised. It's dreadful.
0: And the most expensive season to come. <laughs> the lowest. Do you know what I was thinking on the car journey to Dunfermline? Eh, to eh, or just before the car journey, actually. I was thinking... I moaned about Peter Houston so much when he was there. And it wouldn't have made a difference though. So. No, yeah. but they wouldn't have fallen to the depths that they did. I don't know. They wouldn't have they wouldn't have gone any higher because he wasn't given anything to take them any higher. Yeah. I think that was a bit of an issue as well. Um and he he'd lost the will at that point. That was clear to see. But they wouldn't have fallen. And again, the sort of thing we talk about with our you know, Building for next season in the pre contract agreements, mm-hmm. you need a spine, and again, totally ripped out of Falkirk entirely.
1: That's gonna be a new rebuilding job for them. Uh,
0: that's a very difficult thing to do. Yeah, good fun though. Well, <laughs> we will see what team turns out next season. Plenty in the summer. After 25 players turned over this season, you know, it'll be much the same uh, in the summer. Uh, anyway, before we head off, one or two tales of our sort of footballing Johns. Uh, so I as my yearly (laughs) fixture Hmm. play 11 sides in the pupils versus staff game I was off the pace this year you will not saying for 4th or 4th no, No. No. (laughs) my my dream football team idea Uh, now I remember when I was at school I thought I was an alright footballer when I was at school Uh, what I had going for me was tenacity so just running people down, trying really hard and I would always be in the final a cuppy did I have the ability to be there? No. But I was freaking try. I must have freaking stank when I've gone into lessons <laughs> afterwards, by the way. Because, you know, <laughs> you don't you don't run around without getting that BO. Uh, now, transfer that forwards another 10 years or so. No. So, no ability, lots of tenacity. Right? I've still got no ability. no ability. And I've still got the tenacity. However, tenacity needs to be teamed with something. To be effective, they good with an F. Like, what would the F word be? Fitness, oh, fitness or stamina, yes. And
1: I don't I <laughs>
0: not have that now. When I'm on a football park, my aim is just to not, not make any mistakes, and I didn't make any mistakes. You know, I was fairly solid, dependable. I was playing left midfield, i never played left midfield in my life, uh, so that was all well and good. But uh, they had a wee team lineups thing for us as well. Mm. To music, did you see that? No, no. Shit on the chat, man. What are you doing? Did you? Um, Aye. <laughs> Aye, so it was like the wee picture I'd ever had. I'll, put, I'll maybe clip it in here if I'm feeling bothered. Um, so that was cool, but I, I wouldn't go up for corners because I'm three and a half feet tall. So I sent up the lanky right back and I just covered whoever it was. Now, it's this, it's this lad who was previously in my higher <laughs> physics class who moved, fortunately, um, and they broke from the corner. And I had to absolutely give it everything to keep up and sprint. Now, when I'd done that, I was goosed. Hmm. And I, I couldn't recover. I just I couldn't recover. So after another five minutes, they took me off. I was like, that's fine. But then, second half, keeper gets injured. They signal for a substitution. I'm the only one on the bench. <laughs> and it's like, y- you want me? So I went in goals and... Uh, I thought I did all right, job, Made a couple of saves. We went to fripping penalties because it was a draw. All well, right, I, would, I took my gloves off, gave them back to the poor uh, computing teacher who was, was very injured. injured and was like going to shake hands. No, they were going to penalties. I'm like, what? So I'm giving it all this, shaking the bar and all that. I nearly saved one penalty, but my wrist wasn't quite strong enough. Uh, no. Surprisingly enough. Wrong wrist, then. <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps. Um, but good fun, and as a physics teacher as well, you know, you see the angles, you can kind of work out, you can project, narrow the angle of shot. I think mm. it's quite a good position for physics, and it, it benefited my stamina <laughs> <laughs> vastly as well. But uh, I think I'm sticking to the fives park from here on out, yes. Uh, even otherwise. though I was, nearly, I was temporarily concussed when I was playing my brother's friends the other day. Ah, you were saying this Some is Jack Hammer came through with his big lanky leg
1: no right so wasn't your wee brother then
0: wasn't my wee brother but i've gone over and you know when you've your back like hits the ground Aye, first so and then you just get this jolt and you're like Whoa. so i saw that i think i'll talk about football instead of actually playing. yes that's it we'll, we'll judge the players <laughs> i think that's the best <laughs> we'll judge without actually having to play that's the best strategy but uh you've continued as well on your the, um, football tours don't london trying to pick out every need stadium I need to find that Leighton Orient story New Tottenham Stadium just opened that should be on your list
1: aye that's somewhere on it uh, I think I've hit most grounds in East London now mm-hmm. done West Ham uh, Chelsea in the West End beat a few Charlton games beat a Millwall
0: what's been the favourite so far?
1: Uh, in a one off game definitely Charlton versus Portsmouth mm-hmm. If have five kick off huge game I think there's about 3,000 Portsmouth fans Mm -hmm. in the Charlton End. It was absolutely brilliant. Great atmosphere, great game. Uh, Full intensity. Uh, Mm -hmm. It's probably one of the best games. You can match that with the worst game. Uh, Which was probably either the one I went to last week, which was Leighton Orient against Halifax. Dreadful.
0: Speaking of Leighton Orient. Absolutely dreadful. This is the headline. Sutton United 1, Leighton Orient 2. Dayton was sent off in 74 minutes. And the caption on the BBC website reads, Two yellows, question mark, a professional foul, a bad tackle, a headbutt. There are a few ways of getting yourself sent off, but latent Orient midfielder James Dayton may have found a new one after he was shown a red card for throwing his boot towards the referee while being carried off on a stretcher with a suspected broken (laughs) ankle. (laughs) What an actual matter. Uh, uh, So he was left out at the starting 11 after... Suffering a serious head injury, so he that's the story I was talking about on the BBC.
1: Throwing your boot at a ref. Uh, I
0: always remember them from FIFA games, so I was quite surprised to hear they were in the National League.
1: It's an interesting place. I mean, I think they were really annoyed when West Ham moved into Olympic Stadium. 'Cause they are very close, you only about five minutes on the bus. That would be an absurd. Between Leighton and West Ham, the
0: Olympic Stadium. you see they're spending two hundred and fifty grand to make the feel more West Hammy? Well they're <laughs> yeah, they're hamming it up, that's for sure. Um but to make the surround like claret coloured uh. instead to make it feel more like home. And I'm actually so glad, for example, that, that Tottenham Stadium's had such a good reception and just going, that was the way to go. Yeah, not this shambles with the Olympic Stadium
1: if you're going to compare the two Tottenham have done it absolutely the right way it's probably cost them far more oh, money hugely billions amount billions of pounds oh to it's absurd money but it is their stadium and they do own it mm-hmm. West Ham are renting a stadium that wasn't built for football nope and they're chucking loads of money I think. and they're chucking loads of money to make it feel like a football stadium that we've been for the tour and you went for a game and I went to the game the game was actually quite good in terms of getting a seat and watching it mm-hmm. um, I highly recommend if you get about halfway line mm-hmm. Oh, expensive seats! It was about fifty-five quid, and that was the cheapest seat you could get. It's not catastrophically bad uh, for expensive. a Premier League game. Uh, nah. If if I had seen the reverse in Newcastle, uh-huh. it most of it about thirty-five pounds. So twenty quid more just to watch it in London Stadium. That's just, it was, it's just <laughs> outrageous.
0: Interesting. I don't think we've told this story in the podcast yet. But when we went to the London Stadium for the tour, uh, the guy who was serving us was like, "We need a name." He said, like, "It doesn't really matter what it is. You can make up any old thing." So you just went John Brown and I've gone ha you couldn't have come up with a more generic name than that John jeez oh you know, like John Brown standard he's like ha ha no it's fine it doesn't matter I'm like no, no it's his actual it name that's my actual name <laughs> <laughs>
1: it was even made up and I went back up because I booked the two oh, of yeah, you get, to get tickets. I went back up about half an hour later and he says by the way I am actually looking to buy tickets for the game against hey, Newcastle and alright oh, and he says what's your name and I was like it's John Brown no no what, <laughs> what oh, oh okay and, and you got a, uh, an ID
0: number and I was going to hang I was like oh. I've oh, register in that a shambles. <laughs> like, man, come on, like. good fun. So, do you, do you think you prefer that, that sort of smaller game atmosphere? To <sighs> it's one of the the thing is I've never actually enjoyed a football game as much as I did at Don
1: because it is my club. Oh, absolutely! And I was watching it. No, I'll never be the same. Um, it's Charlton's we good. You get a good atmosphere at it, and it's about twenty quid to go, which is all right. The, um,
0: the the fans at Falkirk were actually particularly interesting. Um, we had the most eclectic mix. Of people surrounding us, a strange bunch. I think. By actually, the way, by the way, there, well, there, there was a man behind us who was, in, and I've thought about this, but literally, what this podcast is named after, the sofa manager. Yeah, he was, he was managing from the stands, and we've seen the clip as well of the carnage of Falkirk against Queen of the South, and them coming on to like try to motivate Edge and Gelly. What are you doing? <laughs> it's quite funny. Though. It's, what did he say? Like, killer done. You are quite skillful, by the way. By the way, oh. I think was the chant, I and mean, there was a lot of uh, you know swearing. It's like we are crap, but they are bleep. <laughs> this is or this is the worst Falkirk team. This is,
1: this is the worst Falkirk team ever. But you're still better than them. <laughs> oh, so come on! But
0: It was nonsense, absolute nonsense. And the fact, <laughs> the fact that they think it was just so.
1: It
0: was either very very nervous or he was just an absolute zoomer like. I think Zuma, because I know we give our you know 10 cents on this podcast I, I don't pretend to know that much about football nah. I certainly wouldn't have like <laughs> rather your positioning was awful See, you know
1: three, three, three yards further <laughs> yeah three,
0: <laughs> we just we sit there and make up random chance for obscure reserve players that aren't in the squad no. um, instead but uh, that's interesting obviously some people take it very seriously
1: aye well it's it's that's evident to them nah used to be
0: like that well if there are any sofa managers out there get in touch and I'll get you one of these t-shirts <laughs> behind me printed hoodies on the way or a hoodie a hoodie for me we'll trial it and if anyone wants one they can buy one from me so <laughs> uh, is there anything else we want to talk about this week Oof. not too much split like next week so that should be interesting oh, yeah and it's all settled has been for ages I don't know Oh no, the the, the the relegation stuff's probably more interesting. Oh, no, the, I know, but I mean the teams. Oh are, yeah, yeah, no, it's, it's the first round everything. of the split. I think you can easily say Celtic, Rangers, Comanok, okay, Hibernian. Nah, I'll be,
1: I think Aberdeen will finish fourth, and then you got Hearts. And then you, and you think Hearts sixth, uh, seventh.
0: ooh ahead of St. Johnson.
1: Yeah, St. Johnston eighth.
0: Nobody actually cares about like seventh, eighth, and ninth. Like mm, uh, no. Livingston will probably finish ninth.
1: Yeah, they're, they're too far. Either way, Hamilton tenth, Dundee eleventh, September twelfth. There you go.
0: Well, it's uh, recorded,
1: so there's there's no getting. Yeah, we've
0: it. we've we uh we got a lot wrong in the past, uh, <laughs> <laughs> as I I'm won't. constantly reminded of. I'm sure we'll uh, get to that
1: at the end of the season as well.
0: Aye. Um, oh, gladly I won't be here for that one. <laughs> sadly not. Uh, but on that <laughs> lovely, predictive <laughs> note, it is. Uh, thank you very much for joining myself, Aye. Paul. Yeah, well, lads, all the best, uh, and have a good evening, a good afternoon, and a good morning. Bye bye.